Welcome back to the Geek Domination Podcast. Uh, this is our nerdly news section. Yeah, we're still working on making that like a real thing, but that's pretty yeah, much it's what really it's going to It's going to sound like that just with actual like sounds that it's aren't us. Just copyrighted sounds. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. Some of which. We'll just speed them up 0.5%. Alter them enough that they don't sound quite the same. I'm pretty sure they can't copyright dun 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 dun. I'm pretty sure they can actually. Mm, no, actually they can't because it's too it's too little. It's only five notes. They can't copyright five notes. I think it, I think it's you. Can, I don't remember you the actual to, thing. There's something like you have, to, you have to like it has to be a certain amount of time. Like if it's under a certain amount of time, it's too easy to be just copied over and over. How many songs have we said like have the same exact chord progression? Oh well, that, them? you cannot copyright chord progression. That's the that's thing. that's the thing though. Is that technically that beat pattern to that note is technically it's a rhythm. It's yeah, a rhythm. I don't know. It's a five Fucking, note rhythm. I don't remember anything from music business class. I just know that the doing only that much, we're safe. <laughs> Good. If we try to do the whole thing, come at us. We'll win. Trouble. Probably won't win. We probably won't win. It'll probably just be like get out of here. You guys have no reason to be here. Um, but yeah, okay. let's start with nearly news now. Here we are. Uh, you want to do gaming start? Let's do the gaming first with some Nintendo news. Yep. There's a rumor going around that Nintendo and Disney are working together on deals for movies, video games, and toys. You know what's funny about this one? They... You remember the reports of, like, early Nintendo? Like, when I say early, I mean their video game departments, not their company, because Nintendo's been around since the 1800s. I was going to say. But um, one thing Miyamoto has always said is that we need an iconic character like Mickey Mouse. Yeah. He made Mario. And they actually made a solid relationship back in the 80s and 90s and have since kind of had a very amicable business re- relationship. So it makes sense that they would approach each other to work out something like this. So the rumor has solid ground to stand on. Yeah. That's we'll the only to see exactly what comes out of this. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if you look at it, like if they Epic do games... Oh please, no! Just better. Um, like obviously, like video games would be like Disney video games, which means like they could actually be good I mean, Disney video games. Then think about it, the way that things like Disney Infinity could expand to, or into. Ah oh, man, just we're fucking looking at Disney Infinity and Amiibo crossover. That's exactly what. Well, we already have an Amiibo Skylanders, yeah, so why well. not, right? But I mean, I'm interested, but I'm also cautious. I mean, you basically said, like, when you posted it, it was, like, all the things I love about my child. And I was just like, yeah. Every, no, I said everything I love about my child is being bought by Disney. Because, yeah. like, Star we Wars, have Marvel. Star Wars, Marvel, and now we're going to wind up having Nintendo have a partnership deal with them. And it's like, It's going to well, be this Nintendo, but, or Disney I'm buys Nintendo. Giving, so and I was like, I'm done. I'm going to be like, Fuck well, it. so Disney has my entire wallet locked down now? It's going to be a fucking Mario and Mickey game. I Well, yeah, I, I predict that to happen. Imagine... Could you imagine, like, Steamboat Willie-style Mickey Mouse in Smash, though? That could be fun. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, that's like that's something I just thought of. Is That could be actually really Everyone fun. Everyone hated it, but Timeless Isle, which is basically like the um, the Steamboat Willie world yeah. in Kingdom Hearts 2, was like one of the best worlds. There's yeah. So much character. Like, everything was like black and white, and they actually like made the sound quality like shit. That's what makes me wonder about that new one we saw at E3. The uh, cut. What was it? Something cup? Oh, uh, Cuphead. Cuphead, that's one, because that's straight up. Oh yeah, that's that's, that's well, not even trying to be subtle. Well, I mean, that's the style it is, and that's brilliant. That's a lot of it's brilliant, honestly. Right. 
But uh, moving on here, um, later or earlier in the week, Reggie also teased that the <laughs> the smaller regular 3DS, 3DS might be launching for Nintendo America or North America after they were like, "Oh no, North America is the need right it. market for it." And you know what? What it probably is, they're like, "Oh, no one's buying the new one." Maybe it's because you only have one fucking game for it. That's the real root of their problem. They shouldn't be trying to sell the new smaller 3DS. They should just flat out make more, more games, games that. You know what? Fit. Everyone was pointing out, Hyrule Warriors should have been a new exclusive. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting pestered by, by a cat. Um, but yeah, th- it's just weird. Like you're gonna like put out this new system, which is like, oh, it has higher processing power and we're never going to use it apparently we're going to use it for one game yeah one game which is honestly kind of a I'm bad kind point. of hope was it already confirmed for that metroid game which one if it was or not it hasn't and i'm just assuming it's regular 3ds i'm assuming it is too but i'm really hoping that they do it so that it well people there's already enough hubbub of hatred around it i guess it wouldn't drive incentive no, there's really a few not. of us that are like oh hey that sounds like it might be really cool Lila's be like I want attention she really Please. wants attention right now <laughs> um, I think they need to do that they need to like yeah this like the new the smaller one's like good for some people I just they need to stop focusing on the consoles and yeah. actually make games that could be said for a lot of Nintendo right now honestly probably yeah well and I mean like like we said last year they showed up strong they, they had the lineup of games they followed through on all those game releases and they got to this year they were like fuck now well we planned only this far (laughs) for this time we planned for stuff to come out the year after we had we didn't realize it's no one took note of of the gap in time we have here that we're not giving anyone anything shit Mm -hmm. we'll see we'll see what happens i really hope that 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 would be that and that i hope that legend of zelda one too but i don't think that one is i'm pretty sure that was confirmed i mean looking at what like other games it could do i mean that game straight up looks like it's using Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks Engine. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't see it needing the higher processing power for that. No. Regardless. Um, Fire Emblem Fates will include same-sex marriages. <laughs> Very fitting time, considering what, what happened this week with yeah. the Supreme Court and everything. I just wonder how the Japanese market takes it. Yeah. Just because I have no huge. idea where their stance is on it, you know what I mean? Who knows? But, yeah, fitting time considering what just passed here in the U.S. Yeah. Um... I think it's smart. I mean, I think it's it's progressive. It, it's yeah. You want it? It's just like like I've always said. You're giving people more options. You're not taking anything away. Good. Right. Good enough. Um, Call of Duty remasters are under consideration. So the funny thing here is I'll instead of just um, instead of just remaking the same game for the last ten years, they're just gonna re-release the games they made this year that they made five years ago. But it's actually the same game as the one they just released. Yes. Yeah, on the one hand, like some of them, I'm like, okay, like people would buy the shit out of Modern Warfare Two if it got, oh yeah, high res. That Black Ops Two as well. I don't think as much. Black Ops Two had, a, had about the same following as Modern Warfare Two. That's true. Modern Warfare Two and One, like I feel like it would. Just yeah. be well, insane. like you said, Black Ops the stories had such good structures. Like people would want to see those stories with the HD because their story modes were worthwhile. Yeah. So. If it was high res, people would love to go back and experience those trippy, weird, you know, fucking shady ass uh, '60s era wars in high resolution with like. Hell, even just like the servers. 
That too. Just like bringing the that server back speeds. Up. I mean, let's be honest. Like, it'll, if they do it, they'll be successful as hell as it. Yeah, that's. The you know what? Honestly, truth. I'd be okay if they took like <laughs> they just started doing like re-release. New, new game re-release new alternating game. each alternating year each year i would be happier with because that because then too. they could spend more time on the games i would be Maybe? much happier i mean i was like so like if God it's an excuse it. for me not to like like literally wait two years or three years between yeah do it fucking do it yeah i was so just like god damn it seriously when i saw this news and i'm like oh yeah that, that could work it could work it yep. could work a lot for them and make them a fuck ton of money too Electronic Arts did announce earlier this week that they are not afraid to delay Star Wars Battlefront, which I think is smart of them to just say, like, hey, if we don't feel it's ready, we're not going to release it. I like that it's kind of an open statement saying we are not going to do, do another ball, Battlefield 4. We're not going to have that kind of mess up happen and server failures, with glitches, it being Yeah, crashes. with it being Star Wars, like, they would get They want to deliver the strongest experience possible so they don't get flamed. Yeah. That's about it. I think it's smart. I mean, so far the game looks... To be coming along very very well yeah i mean like we said the only thing we're kind of pressed by is space battles but i mean we have dog fights at least just because right. we aren't actually like a pure dog fight mode that's fine i guess yeah. and who knows they could always dlc that in yeah Boom. they could people would be mad people would be upset that it wasn't in the main game but you know it's one of those things for me where i'm just like i don't care if it wasn't ready at launch fuck it like yeah. you guys finished it and gave it to me um then the new destiny quest is exclusive to um red, red bull. bull we kind of got like this feeling that something was coming when red bull actually leaked to taken king what like a month ago yeah yeah we finally got some details on it this week there will be an exclusive quest which is a six-part quest i really hope that doesn't mean you have to get six fucking red bulls to i get think the you quest, do i'm pretty sure dumb. each step will require a code so it's a 20 it's 20 dlc basically by the end of it yeah, Pretty like much. we said, like you and I were saying, Red Bulls are so overpriced. They are stupidly overpriced. I found out recently that Red Bull makes almost 100% of its profits on all of the events they do. They make almost no profit at all. They actually make losses on their drink. That's actually surprising, considering how popular and how much of a name brand Red Bull is anymore. Yep. But yeah, they make almost... I mean, they hand out free Red Bulls at my college like almost every day, every week. There's losses that right there, I, I guess. I was going to say, they, that can't be cheap. So I'm sure I'm sure that their profits are strictly from the events they host. Yeah, but on top of that, there will also be um, we actually saw this data mine a while back, but that's a little consumable item that you can use for 30 minutes that ups um, um, XP all games. of your XP, which that's kind of cool too. It's about from what I've heard, it's about the same as a nightfall bonus. So if you could get nightfall plus this, it's like plus two that, times plus your um, XP boosting artifact plus whatever. Just level yeah, like a motherfucker. And, and just to kind of append to that, just because, yeah, the next piece of news also kind of wraps into it. It's all sort of the same thing. But um, I also found out from the same interview that we're going to talk about with the next piece of news um, that, uh, what was it? Oh, we're not going to get flat out empty subclass for the next cup class. It's going to have at least the basic abilities available so that you won't just start out with That's no good. grenade. No I was jump. honestly thinking about that. Yeah, he's but like, it wouldn't make sense, you know. We thought about it for a long time, really long time. It wouldn't make sense to have you go from a couple of really max classes to having no abilities. Probably so, what it will be, it will be through, like... The basic set, probably. First five, maybe? Yeah, he he said that they, weren't, they still weren't sure about if they're going to add more than that, but it's still, it's on the table. So they, they could do up through the first set of skills, like the, the boosts and stuff. Like Yeah, first five is grenade. Yep. Jump, grenade, jump, super, super melee, melee, 
passive. Pass. So first maybe passive. So maybe even first four. First four guaranteed, I think, and then beyond that, they're dabbling about the idea of the, just finishing the first line, and then letting you start there. So, but in addition to that, he also had to come out and apologize about statements about taking King and stuff he was saying about the values of it and. We got a digital version stuff going on with yeah, that. Yeah, it's basically a twenty dollars version of a lot of the stuff that comes with basically twenty dollars for the, the bonus digital content. Bonus digital content which from the collectors. I get that's okay for some people. I'm totally still fine with buying my eighty dollars collector's edition. Like at the I end feel of the day, like we're getting well, we got for the hundred and fifty, but in an eighty dollars form. So yeah, I people feel like people are like, oh, you're rebuying the same game. I mean, not really. I'm hoping. I'm honestly hoping that the DLCs are on the disc. And I can delete them off my console, so I have space. Yeah, maybe. I'm. That's. I know it was like a not realistic, but it's partially like, if that's the case, I'll be very happy with my hard drive because that'll clear out some room. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he also clarified that two guns that uh, people have been really fiending for and trying to hunt down: the three four seven Bastion Dynasty and the uh, Fate of All Fools. Fate of All Fools are uh, not in game currently. Which I kind of figured at this point. Yeah, like, you and I are kind of coming to that conclusion. With it. One last thing to touch on with the Red Bull stuff before we move on. Though. Oh, yeah. Um, throughout July, you can only get the special Red Bulls. It sounds like it is every Red Bull can um, at 7-Eleven. And then beyond that, going into August, September, blah, 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 it's going to be uh, 7-Eleven and Walmart yeah. as a basis. And then other, other places. Other retailers as they – I mean – I'm sure you'll see it randomly pop up. I places. don't think this will be as, like, crazy as, like, some of us were with, like – what was it, Halo 4 and all the XP boosts? Halo 4 had the Doritos Mountain Dew. So did Call of Duty. When, yeah. Yeah, they both did that. So much Mountain Dew. So painful. Never again. Never again. Like, this is as close as I'm going to get. The fact that I know fully in advance. Like, six? Okay, well, I could buy six of them in advance, use the code, and just and then, keep them in my fridge for a and, while. Yeah, and then just, like, when you buy one, oh, hey, cool, I get an experience boost. Yeah, that's At least with Destiny, cool. I feel like the experience boost is just a little nice extra which it's is really a, what it is but i feel like in halo it was it was a lot bigger if well that's because going between levels once you were up high enough it felt like a grind it hurt to get up in advance oh, yeah. um and then the last piece of gaming news uh or no sorry second to last um the, a gamer successfully pre-ordered fallout 4 with bottle caps yeah there was actually it's it's a pretty cool story like it was a Guy who's like a super fan of Fallout, like mm-hmm. following Fallout Three, he's like, I'm. Wasn't he the guy that also failed to purchase it at like a GameStop? I think way? so. I think it's the same guy. Yeah, I think it is too. Um, he started collecting bottle caps. Oh yeah. And um, he was like, I'm gonna buy Fallout Four with this, and Bethesda actually did it. It was 11.2 pounds of bottle caps. I'm sure they did the weight and the math on the aluminum and all that, and were like, okay, we we made a certain amount off of this just on recycling right i think it was a super cool it is really cool i like it i like that they always take care of their fans and this is just evidence of that Mm -hmm. it's it's super cute but not just anyone i I figure now like one guy did it (laughs) yeah now you're just gonna get like a bunch of like people i don't think that's gonna happen no yeah (laughs) although it'd be cool if they started up like it'd be very retro idea but almost like do you remember like the 90s a little bit when they had like send in the npc codes from the back of like or it basically be like the barcode you'd have to cut the like the box tops for education did oh yeah things. the freaking proof but, of purchase shit but comic books had it where if you sent in the uh uh the cutoff uh barcodes that if you sent in a certain amount you would get like a hat in the mail or like a t-shirt and that's how they did like those club exclusives it'd be kind of 
kind of silly but cool if Bethesda got in on that with bottle caps. With so straight up bottle caps. Yeah, like just send us a box full of them. We'll Start count them collecting. out and, and send got you. Got one right here. Boom, done. From my, um, my alcoholic beverage we're having over in this beers. Today. It's yep. good. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'd, I'd be cool with that if Bethesda went kind of old school with it. It'd be fancy. It'd just be really People neat. People would love it too. It would be, be so neat. Cool. They have to do it right, though. They would have to do it right. They have to figure out the right metrics and ten thousand bottle caps, free copy of Fallout Four. Yeah, pretty much. People like, it'd have from to be alcohol poisoning. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> well, I mean, my sister used to collect the pop tabs from soda caps for oh, yeah. for neck for that to make like necklaces and shit like that. But um, it's surprising how many you get just by asking. Oh yeah. So I'm sure people will just be asking everyone like, I have that. <laughs> Sure. No, no, I need this for Fallout. (laughs) Twitch, 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 Twitch. Twitch. Um, The last piece of gaming news. I just think this is super cool. This is really cool. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Uh, Anyone who donates at least $1 to the Game Changer charity right now receives a full copy of Deus Ex Human Revolution. It's the PC digital version of the director's cut, so it has, like, all the extra shit. For someone who's really looking forward to Mankind Divided, just from what I've seen and never played a single Deus Ex game... This is a I want to go back and actually finish it because I only ever got halfway. Yeah, this so. is a dollar. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's a dollar. I can have it on digital. And it goes console, cost. So. Like, that's just flat out. So. Like, it's just a win-win for everyone. I think. I don't know how long it goes for. Um. Yeah. I didn't. I forgot to check. I will see if I can find a date here as you start on our next okay. thing. Um, so, yeah. We kind of touched a, a little bit on this. But with film starting, we're doing film now. Um. Marvel stuff. So I already touched on the Tom Holland being cast as Spider-Man and how that's really cool. Um, and how Kevin Feige kind of talked about that. Um, and how he'd be involved with the Spider-Man film. We already t- kind of covered all that stuff. So as I was just reading as well, um, Spider-Man's going to go the direction kind of like, as he put it, um, to simplify it, an 80s high school film, almost. The way he, he kind of compared it to let more eloquently to uh breakfast club so it's gonna have a little bit of that soap opera moments but it's not gonna be quite so over dramatic as a real soap opera it's gonna be more like those 80s films that were more just like you know touching and and good bad good but good good bad um so it's gonna have elements of that and go for that direction so that's kind of cool um he also confirmed that we will not see any villains in the next spider-man film that we've already seen in other films which i am we were just kind of talking about this yeah. before. Like, I have mixed feelings on that. Like, on one hand, like, I really want to see a good Green Goblin again. Yeah. Or a good Doc Ock again. Yep. But at the same time, like you said, like, if they establish, like, just the characters and stuff, who do you think they're honestly going to go with then? Like, um, realistically, um, I foresee getting someone lower level, like Shocker. Shocker. Or, like, cool. I feel like the intro villain should be someone who is relatively weak by by metrics of the fact that spider-man's not very well versed at being a hero yet he's he's gonna be cumbersome he's gonna make some mistakes and to counteract that you've got to supply him a villain that is capable of not delivering a deadly performance first off so the first film should probably have someone of a weaker caliber and then move into the harder villains as you move through the films we've seen like so many more like different like takes on it anymore where like the first film like oh it has to have like the biggest villain and like no. anymore, it's like you know, Batman Begins had Scarecrow. And that was great. Razagul, which yep. both worked really well to set up Batman and train him into ready to face the Joker. That's what I'm saying. Ready so, to face Bane and stuff like the that. The way I foresee this is we'll have Harry, of course, be a, his best friend. We'll have Norman be present. 
we'll probably have some insight into Oscorp, seeing as how that's where they'll probably honestly take a lot from the ultimate spider-man storyline the original run of it where peter was alive and the spider-man of that format because field trip to oscorp spider bite boom spider-man in so addition it's always the version that made the most sense to me it is and it's also because like they're, they were the, technically the amazing spider-man did that just they had him sneaking in rather sneaking than going, into a field trip rather than going on a field trip right um yeah I, I'm really excited. Let me put it that way. Um, it sounds like they're going the direction that I've been kind of bitching about for a while. Like that just needs to happen. Like to make Spider-Man's villains more compelling, you got to give them their human aspects, which means you have to set them up first half the time. Um, but we'll see what happens. I'm I'm really excited because we'll see some villains that we haven't seen yet, and that could be really cool for special effects. Yeah. Touching back on the Stadium Sex thing real super quick, oh, you yeah. actually get a choice of which charity you want your dollar to go to. Oh, cool. Um, Leuke- Leukemia Society, Miracle for Kids, Kodoma Foundation, or Progeria Research Foundation. Um, it does not say an end date. You get a maximum of two copies of the game, and you're supposed to get your download codes by early July. So okay. go do this. It's a dollar for what many people say is a very good game. Oh, yeah. Apart that from the, is, uh, what was it, the boss fights. And this even yeah. has like the fixed quote-unquote boss quote unquote, fights. Quote-unquote, yeah. But, I mean, it's the prequel to one of the biggest games coming out next year. Yeah, it's the precursor to it, so that'll be good. And that game looks um, incredible. But, yeah, to kind of keep steamrolling this Marvel news, because um, Kevin Feige came out this week with a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. about, like, a little bit more on Ant-Man, a little bit on Captain America Civil War. Um, Civil War will feature William Hurt reprising his role as General, General Thunderbolt Ross, which is exciting. Yep. Um, it makes sense too because he being biggest antagonizer of the Hulk and being that we're talking about registering heroes because they deal too much collateral damage it makes perfect sense to bring him back playing off of what just happened in Ultron mm-hmm. and Wakanda yep with um with Hulk flashing with Hulk out and the Hulk yep um but in addition people are starting to speculate that it's Red Hulk which I told you about and would kind of make sense since we've already seen AIM mm-hmm. which is who worked with General Ross and Doc Samson, who we haven't introduced in the movies yet. Doc Samson being a guy who was a... Uh, actually, no. We did get one introduction into him. In, uh, he was played by the dude who's in that Modern Family show. In which movie? Um, the Incredible Hulk. He was dating Betty uh, Ross. I haven't seen the original... Or the, the, the newer The Hulk newer of the two, yeah. Forever. That's fine. But yeah, uh, I just remembered that guy's actually... Oh, well. Um, but basically, he gets some poisoning from a gamma thing and becomes another super-sized person. He's not crazy or anything. He just has green hair and is large. But he's mostly a doctor, and um, it, it would make sense, honestly. They've set up AIM. They've set up Thunderbolt Ross. The next step, And we set up Hulk. It would make sense that Thunderbolt Ross would kind of go a little bit crazy, desire to crush the Hulk so much that he would turn himself into one. A Hulk. Yep. Which would be cool, because then you could actually factor that into the fact that there's two sides in this conflict. Green Hulk would probably side with uh, Cap, and Red Hulk being the government would probably side, side with, with Iron, Iron Man. Man. Wow. I could that see that. Cool. That would be really cool. So I'm stoked if that's true. I'm, we we did get some word from Robert Downey Jr. that Mark Ruffalo is supposed to be in Civil War. Yeah. Ruffalo, or, um, Ruffalo had no idea. It's like, yeah, you're in this movie. He's like, I, I am? I am? Sure. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. That's what – see, and stuff like that makes me really curious of who else is in this film. Like me and Anthony had that side conversation that one time of like, about Charlie Cox and Daredevil. It's plausible now. Like, we're having characters being announced that weren't listed in the cast at all. It's possible now. It's yeah. definitely a plausibility. I won't say it's it's true, though, because I definitely see Anthony's point, too. Um, 
Doctor Strange started production in London. I'm excited. So excited. That's going to be a good one. Um, I can't wait for that it's one. Also, it's also cool to see that we're kind of seeing a resurgence of Doctor Strange as a whole. Because like, we're getting into yeah. number one after Secret Wars. Yeah, yeah, they're rewriting him some more after Secret Wars, which looks really cool. Um, what they did with the last few years of him before they did this retcon... They did a really cool thing with how they were presenting him. They would list, like, in separate little windows that look like scrolls whenever he was casting a spell. They would list the incantation of what he's saying that way. And then they'd list, like, a description of what that power is actually supposed to do. That's cool. And so, like, it was all written. It looked like it was in, like, the calligraphy from the the original, like, scriptures. Mm -hmm. So that made it even more, like, hit home of, like, oh, okay, this is magic. This guy does magic stuff really well. Um so that should be really cool. I'm I'm excited for that. But uh, yeah, there was some other stuff that they've kind of released. I'll kind of jump around a little bit right here, real fast, just so we get touched on. There's like some rumors going around that Beyonce might be in a Marvel film, and apparently so, has something to do with the Avengers. Maybe that in some was way coming out. Point. That was the rumors for that stuff. I don't think that would make the most sense. Like I've thought about it. Like she, like I was thinking about it. It could be something with Condon. Mm-hmm. Um, they could be pulling a race change which wouldn't really be a problem on most characters just whatever you know whatever but i started thinking like okay if beyonce is going to play a marvel character regardless of film regardless of show like what would be her most appropriate fit misty knight who is one of the heroes for hire known associate of luke cage and jessica jones yeah and she is actually misty knight a super detective and she winds up during one of her uh cases losing her arm and getting a robotic arm created by you know either stark or danny rand's company i can't remember which but um to replace it and that arm allowed her some other additional abilities like breaking into places i wouldn't mind that honestly like it's pretty fitting she's like a real new york woman has the attitude she can act we've seen her in a couple films and features where she's done really well so Mm -hmm. I'd i'd be super fine with that idea like if the idea that I came up with kind of panned out a little bit more because that sounds more appropriate for her size. And also, like, seeing her work off of, like, that uh, Michael Coltier guy, that's mm-hmm. like, that could be really cool because he's a good actor, too. But we'll know. We'll, we'll see what happens, you know. Um, but, yeah, I think that's about it for the film end of Marvel. We'll come... You want me we'll to just, hit it, quick, just yeah. hit it all? Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, let's see. Uh... There we go. Secret Warriors was the announced title for Agents of Shield. So season that is three. the title. That's the branding, subtitle branding you could call it for okay. that season. Um, this is really cool because what happened in the comics, just really briefly, is Nick Fury went underground because he did something really bad, started a war that he wasn't supposed to, kind of thing. He then goes underground. He finds like seven individuals. Uh, with blossoming powers, one of which is Quake, who we already know is Sky mm-hmm. in Agents of Shield season two. A um, couple others, one's like a some some form of a magician of some kind, like he has some arcane abilities. Um, you know, they're all kind of odd. Most of them were like normal people. It'd be like if you got powers and then he he recruited you, and then gave you like a uniform, and then you I, just threw a I, cloak over I, yourself. I'd be down. That's pretty much how that works. Go Nick Fury. It really come does. at me, bro. It really works like that. So we stand to see a, a growing part of the cast. We also stand to see more 
effects more visual effects occur in the show season two has been amazing since i've been watching it. i started watching it this past week because it's on netflix now uh-huh. and it is so good i mean i'm so happy that like halfway through season one they figured out what they needed to do right and they've just kept it going through season do two. do we have a date for season three yet this fall that's all i know okay um because i need to i'm like thinking through i need to try to watch arrow season three before then which that's slowly coming on hulu so i just might do that is it um, all coming onto Hulu now? Or? It's doing the same thing that Flash is doing. Okay. And it's doing the same thing Flash is doing on air right now, where it's just re-airing everything. Oh, so, uh, like, I been the first that. five episodes are on Hulu right now. Yes. And then, like, okay. next week, like, I'm gonna snag the episode okay. six that will be there. Up. I'm going to catch up on Arrow now, too. Yeah. That's awesome. Because I really just, like, after watching season one and two, like, I care enough to just be like, all right. know what's going on. Right. We all know it's a garbage season. Right. I mean, I heard there were, like, some aspects of it that were okay first half was really good apparently but yeah second half was a train wreck um but yeah and then agents of shield is like i said i've been saying like once you force yourself past that first half of that season you're set it's moving and it's i mean like the, is, that was how it was with arrow like the first half of season one really rough yeah and this one like i don't know the the route because it's, it's one of those things where you don't know exactly which episode it was that got you starting to get into it but there's a spot somewhere right around that middle that you're just like okay i'm in i'm ready let's do this honestly with flash it was the first episode i ever saw with fucking girder yeah girder was a good one yeah but yeah so yeah so with secret warriors we'll wind up seeing more powered people in agents which is cool we'll you know we'll see some more crossover in that regard so i'm excited for that um then agent carter is probably like spring that or figuring unless, I don't know what their schedules are like for that one because that one's supposed to be such more like a limited series that's released at right so intervals. I wouldn't be surprised if they do the exact same thing they do it again they do the mid-season finale yeah so let's see if it comes out in fall say like comes to like October mid-season finale is like probably January, January. through February yeah and then back to normal like an 8 to 10 episode series again yeah I'd be down I would see tomorrow Agent Carter in my life all these shows are good yeah they really are like I, like a lot of them took time to get the ball rolling, but man, they figured it out finally. They figured out what they needed to be doing. Gosh, we have late, we have legends coming this fall too. Oh fuck! Fuck! We're done. God, we they didn't, did they touch that? So mm. I'll just we'll just jump to this super real quick too. Yeah. CW um announced like all of their season premiere dates. Oh yeah, I and legends see- isn't on here. That one. That's super. interesting. You know what might be interesting about that is what if they started that one with the mid-season premieres maybe do mid-season finales for flash and arrow and then because they did say that it was going to be set up yeah in that and then just lead straight into it maybe that could be it is that it might start it might even start up in the gap to make people continuously watch cw when there's that gap that makes in time sense. but yeah for those who <laughs> are excited like that's, us that's... um beginning of october yep. o- october 6th is the tuesday Flash and I Zombie that day. It's basically every single CW show ever from then on. Yep. Yeah. October 7th is Arrow and Supernatural. Which October makes sense. 8th. The one thing I realized with that, though, is uh, the second episode for the shows that came the week before are going to be awful because they're going to pretty much want the premieres to shine. You know what I mean? I mean, my Flash awful, Season 2, Episode 1 is going to be stupid. Boring is what I mean. Not not dull, not like bad, just yeah. dull. Yeah, in dull. a sense. They're going like, to... see. I remember the second episode of Flash was really dull, too. The Gas Man. Mm, second second episode was uh oh, oh what's no. his name it's the clone guy oh that's right third episode was gas guy third episode was gas guy third episode was really slow 
all of them were. Like, yeah. honestly, like, Flash had such a slow start after the first episode. The first one, yeah, that's okay, you're right. Yep. It wasn't like first episode, and then you had like five episodes of like meh. meh. And yep. then you got to like. You had Gerter. decent character development, though. Like, it was better than other shows oh, yeah. did. Like, it's hard not to be biased about Flash, but even yeah. when Flash is bad, it's still pretty good. That's true. Um,. But yeah, going back to my Marvel stuff real quick is uh, season two of Daredevil is also being referred to as Daredevil versus Punisher, which I is cumbersome as a reference. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's just this whole season is gonna be Daredevil versus the Punisher. It's like it'd be cool if you went with like Marvel Knights versus that sound that evokes something more rather than just being so blunt in your face. Like this is all it is. Yeah, the whole season is gonna be one long fight. Well, I mean. <laughs> Technically, realistically, what season one was. I mean, you have so many shows anymore that's like, like Flash and Arrow have it where it's like a villain of an episode with an overarching villain of the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Daredevil said, "Nah, fuck that one villain." They did it reverse the one, the one large overarching, and then just with a like lot of saw like small, just like not, not even, even villains, enemies, just yeah. sub characters to that guy. There was one. He was an assassin for the hand, and that was it. That yeah, was, which was, still even was um, attached to King Hand. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like Kingpin. King, Kingpin sent him out in a way. But, yeah, manipulated. But, yeah, Marvel's got a lot going on. It's funny. And then they also clarified why he won't be appearing, why why Marvel won't be appearing at, at uh, San Diego Comic-Con. There's a bunch. We're going to post them on our news doc, but, like, basically, like, Fox, Warner yeah, Brothers, they all post Marvel Television, stuff. like, they all post, like, their schedules. Right, but Kevin Feige finally said, like, why their films aren't showing up, and that's just that as he put it i really like the way they put it is if you're not going to show up to, to comic-con and over show something over like over deliver on on your presentation and make people so crazy hyped that they walk out of there excited for your stuff then don't go there's smart. no reason it really is smart honestly a waste of money and a waste of time for all those people and he you know, said that like isn't everyone like so busy filming shit they just don't have we the just had doctor strange start filming civil war has been underway Apparently, Spider-Man's about to start up. We have Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. filming right now. Like, everything's going on. Technically, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Could, is stepping way to go. But I don't see the guys that are filming over in Europe right now. The All the stuff, because that's where they have their, their sound studios, is all in Europe. So they mm-hmm. film most of their stuff there. I don't foresee them going. And sure enough, like, he confirmed it. Like, they're not going because we did a thing in October that we told everyone what we're doing. So and it was knows. huge. And everyone was wild then. Why do it again? Why give them an update? Like, yeah, we're still doing that stuff that you guys saw. We don't have anything new for you. Bye. Golf clap and everyone leaves. Like, it's totally worth it. Marvel sucks. Yeah. That's all it would be. That's all it would be. So, I agree. Since DC hasn't done a showing like Marvel already did, it makes sense why they'd do it there. Yep. Have fun waiting in those lines, people. I don't envy you. I don't at all. Lines Um, are hard. I really would like... That's the only thing I will say about Comic-Con. I would love to go for the show floor. That's one place I would never want to sit on the panels. Because sitting on the panel means waiting like seven hours in line yeah. or 12 hours in line. I mean, we, did, we didn't even do that much waiting at RTX. <laughs> Thank and God. it was still like too much. It still felt like too much, yeah. That's why I'm, that's, SGC I'm hoping is small enough that we don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's about it for the Marvel end of all that shit. Marvel had a bunch of this random shit all yeah, over the place. Yeah, basically it was just Kevin Feige coming out and doing a lot of press stuff, trying to get you ready for Ant-Man, because Ant-Man comes out in two weeks. Ant-Man. I'm actually pretty excited about I that I am film. too, like after like the actual... Like, oh, that's the other thing, is that uh, critics have also kind of weighed in on Ant-Man a little bit. Um, from what I read, I'm not going to go into any specifics, but 
to put it this way out of like say say there was about six people like i think there might have been six or seven people on that list i was looking at of mm -hmm. critics five out of the six said it was a great fun film the sixth person just said it was okay yeah. so baseline it's going to be okay or better i mean that's kind of what i thought of it like even again even when marvel does stuff bad it's, it's still, still pretty, pretty good. good yeah so yeah yeah jumping back to film news here with um some nice little dc stuff that we were just talking about with comic-con yeah uh jared leto being jared leto and being stupid method as fuck method is fuck acting uh sent joker life gifts to all of his suicide squad co-stars i thought this was kind of neat and a little weird all at the same time he's <laughs> method as fuck yeah that's really all you can say with it he sent um Margaret Robbie, a.k.a. Yeah. Harley. Yeah. Um, a nice love letter with a black box with a live rat inside. You know? And a letter. A love letter. letter. So touching. Um, and then with he sent bullets and a letter to Will Smith, a.k.a. Deadshot. Yep, Deadshot. And then he actually sent a video of just like him being Joker yeah, yeah. to them. And yep. everyone was just like, this is actually brilliant. Wasn't it like a dead hog? Yeah. <laughs> I don't I mean I, Joker Joker as fuck yeah Joker as fuck and just Jared Leto's just fuck. we were talking about it and like you know everyone's focusing so much on the look of Jared Leto I don't think either one of us care as long as he can act we both kind of want the same general idea of what the Joker is he's just as likely to shoot a bang flag as a bullet to your head like you, he should be that level of unpredictable mm -hmm. the problem I had always had with Heath Ledger's was you just predicted the worst. He was he was too much of the insane side. Yeah, not and enough not enough of the, the goofy side. Yeah, like at the end of the day, you weren't you could pretty much always bank that he was going to do the most invented thing, not mm -hmm. that he might do the cutest thing on top of it. So, here's hoping. The joke we made is like, I don't fucking care if Joker's running around in like a rabbit costume, all of the movie, as long as it's the Joker. long Easter, the long Easter. <laughs> ah, bats! The last Easter joke. The last. E oh man. The jokes are real. Oh, man. Oh, All the punny titles. Last piece of film news here is... I just think this is weird. <laughs> Dumb. Kind Lucy of. 2 is confirmed to be in development. As like, well as... I also read it farther. It's the same guy that also did Columbiana, that movie with uh, the chick from... Uh, Zoe Saldana. The thin black woman that's also in like uh, Star Trek, and she was in Guardians of the Galaxy. And oh, yeah. So her film, Columbiana, where she, both of them were made by the same writer-director. He's working on both films, Lucy and that one. I never saw Columbiana. I never did. I, just, yeah. I don't know what the, the result was at the end of the film. I have a feeling that she probably died, and that's what's causing the weird controversy, because Lucy, too, like, Lucy's omnipotent computer human god, god thing. Like, I was, I think I've talked it, about this before yeah. on the cast, but it's like, I just remember seeing, like, the original trailers for Lucy and being so excited. Visual some of the premises of it were so The VFX so cool. and SFX have, were over the top. They're incredible. Thing. Like, especially, like, the sound design as a a student of music we and post-production. The reason why they cast Morgan Freeman was just so that they could have the voiceover because they wanted that for that level of sound quality. Right. But, I mean, they do a lot of cool, like, sound stuff when yeah. she's, like, tapping into, like, her higher brain functions. And it's just, like, you have, like, she's in, like, a hospital. And yeah. it's, like, you just hear, like, the... um. She hears everything and nothing at the same time, and mm -hmm. I just remember there's like a, a fluorescent light in the hospital, and it's just so obnoxiously loud, mm -hmm. and it's just like it's it's brilliant. Lucy too, I don't know. I don't know if this movie can be successful. <laughs> well, it's like I was telling you, the problem with Lucy was, the opposite problem that Interstellar did. Interstellar, 
appealed to less of a mass audience while asserting more theoretical real sciences. Mm -hmm. Whereas Lucy appealed to a much broader audience while asserting dated misinterpretations of science. And generally speaking, the more people that are more educated in those kind of ways pick that shit out. I know I did immediately. Like I started just nitpicking what they were saying about it. Like in oh, terms yeah. of the trailer, I was like, you're always using technically a hundred percent of your brain. Like it's not like parts of your brain turn off. That's not a thing. Right. Even at power level, that's not a real thing. And they just kept asserting that in every trailer, every commercial on the radio. And I was just like, this movie is disgusting because it's not even willing to accept the fact that it's, it's trying to sell people on a lie. Realistically. But at the end of the movie, Lucy becomes computer omnipotent. Because a fucking thumb drive. Thumb drive goddess. Like, what, is, what are they going to do now? Lucy 2. Let's go, Scarlett Johansson. You're back. Oh, God. Like, you're the clone of the computer. That was also, like, her height. It was, like, right after oh, yeah. uh, Iron Man 2. Yep. Well, that was no Iron Man three. That was Avengers. Even well, it was after Avengers. She wasn't in Iron Man three, right? So she was right. It was right after two and Avengers, and then she kind of did like that and a couple other small things. But yeah, she was doing quite a bit of those action films like that. But yeah, it's weird. This movie, like, I was legitimately excited for that movie, and this like everyone was just like, "Don't go see it," and I never did. And then we watched it this semester in my post production class, and I was like, "I understand why I never saw this movie." Yeah, I rented it on Redbox, and me, Andrew, and Katie watched it, and it just was not good. <laughs> it's just flat-out bad. All right, just sending a last couple of pieces TV here in TV. News. The first one that kind of, like, made it Anthony is sad super about this. Super sad. I wish he was here. He'll be here in, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. Maybe we can touch on it at the beginning of the topic. But uh, Hannibal was canceled by NBC. Yeah, they're going to finish their third season, but that's the end of it. Yep. So... There's rumors of it like being picked up elsewhere, apparently, but we'll see. That really hasn't panned out anywhere else. Right. So. I mean, it's still really early in the process of it being like a cancel immediately. Yeah. So, I mean, they started season three and then announced that it's done. Right. So, a petition is out there now with um, change.org. Changing it. I'm seeing how much it is currently with the signatures. Right. But yeah, it's a petition a to save it. Give me a second. Oh, God, I can't find it. Oh, geez. Disaster. Um, uh, uh. Oh, yeah. Change petition. Hannibal. Uh, there it is. Um, where are numbers? Fuck. It's loaded. 10,000. Yeah. <laughs> 10,000 signatures currently. That took you a while. I'm sorry. I couldn't find the link on the page. I got scared. I'm sorry. Actually, the change.org one is 70,010 supporters right now. There's a difference between supporters and signed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's only signed, like, something or other. Or, like, views, I think it is. Oh, okay. It's weird, because even the that guy thought weird. he was like, we're at 75,000 signs. He's like, no, we're, we're at 10. Sorry. Sorry, I might be. That's so silly. <laughs> but, yeah. Our, our last piece of TV news and our final piece of news in general today is there's rumors of the v Zelda TV show starting to circulate again. Yeah, this time with Amazon. Yeah. Amazon's talking about... Or rumors are that they're going to pick it up and shoot a pilot in August. Again, we've talked about this. Like, Zelda TV show is such a... You have to do it very carefully. Otherwise, you can royally fuck that shit up. Because, yep. obviously, fans of the long-running series are accustomed to Link not speaking. It's harder to have a show with a non-speaking protagonist. 
unless I was I always really liked the theory that he's actually mute that or just even if you do a Zelda TV show it doesn't have to circle around Link oh yeah like I would be so cool if it like focused on like we talked about the Hyrule Royal family and then like it just kind of like hinted at Link the whole time you and I had talked about maybe even like the way that Game of Thrones shifts perspectives like I know you're not watching it really but you understand the concept that each episode kind of touches on only a couple of the stories going on uh-huh. but will often recur one of the characters to make him like the, the current thread throughout the season so they could even just do that where like you come into an episode you see link fighting at a dungeon and then it moves on to the actual stories of like ganon taking over and then the end of the episode shows him like leaving the dungeon onto the next almost area like unorthodox but i think i'd actually almost prefer that i kind of like kind of just focus on something other than link you have so the long, games to focus on link so long as i can get scenes with him fighting in a dungeon see the full boss fight and hit the item usage and i'm cool hook shots hook shots for days and bow that 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 fire arrows that that didn't fire light light arrows oh man oh man lens of truth (laughs) (laughs) that could be a cool effect on the tv imagine that like (laughs) goofy as fuck oh absolutely i want it though just like i just want to see everything purple Oh man! Oh boy! <laughs> All around that circle of that clarity, filter, though. There's just a purple filter over everything. Lens of truth filter. Now added to all cameras. Oh man! That would selfie the Someone shit out of that. Someone needs to make that app. Somebody needs to make that Probably app. Probably is an app. Let's be honest. The lens of truth, and then it just fabricates things that are invisible in Zelda in your living room. I'll do some research on our break. We're gonna take a <laughs> quick break here. Um, We're gonna wait for Anthony yeah. to show up for the topic of Arkham Knight and the Arkham series well, as a whole. Yeah. Arkham. 